What do you do when you are frustrated with your lack of progress on the guitar? Or perhaps most particularly, when you sit down to practice the guitar, the entire experience is one of frustration. Now, it would be obvious to mention that when you're noticing yourself making meaningful progress, it's less likely you're going to feel frustrated. It would be obvious to mention that sometimes you won't know that you're making meaningful progress because you're not measuring the things that would indicate that you're making progress. You're measuring things that are either vague and unspecific or overly ambitious and unrealistic or simply not clear enough. You don't really know what it is that you should be paying attention to in terms of measuring progress. These all contribute to you practicing the guitar, playing, and then feeling frustrated about the experience, both as you're having it and afterward. What I want to offer is a suggestion that completely changes your relationship to the whole effort. And that is, there's something intrinsically fascinating and rewarding about attempting to do something with your body and not being able to do it, and then being deeply curious about why trying to diagnose the problem and trying to figure it out and then working hard to get to the point where you actually can do it. Like that kind of seems to be the point in some ways. So if I'm practicing and I'm attempting to do something that I hear in my head or that I would like to see my hands do and I'm not able to do it and I'm not able to produce the sound that I want, what I naturally tend to do is... I stop to look at why it's happening. What's going on? Where is the breakdown occurring? So I'll look at my right hand. I'll look at my picking hand exclusively and just see what is it doing as I try to pull something off that I'm not able to quite do the way I want. And then I'll look at my fretting hand, my left hand. It's like, what is it doing? And what might be going off? What might be going wrong here? And then sometimes there's something going wrong with both hands and those things that are going wrong are happening at different times. And the combination of trying to do that at once ends up creating a mess, right? And that's when you have some hand synchronization issues and who knows what else. The point is, though, I'm sitting there with a curiosity to diagnose the issue. Like, what is the problem? What's going on? And I'm exploring it. And then I become fascinated. Like, wow, look at the way that my right hand the position of my wrist is causing me to slow down or it's causing me to push too far past the string instead of staying really close to the string, tightly connected to it so I can strike the next note as quickly as possible. Like, oh, look at the way that the angle of my hand or the, or the, the way that I'm holding the pick seems to be adding unnecessary tension or friction to the movement. Or, I mean, you just get really in the weeds when you're zooming in paying attention to what it is that's going wrong and then you might find out that there are a dozen not just a single thing but a dozen things that you have to address in order to get yourself to be able to pull off the motion and produce the sound that you're trying to produce but that's all part of the game that's all part of the fun that's the point of the whole thing now you could talk about how the point is to Acquire the skill so that you can create something with that skill. So you can do the intended thing, right? And there's some validity to that. 
But there's also some serious validity to the idea that the act of attempting to figure out why you can't do something and then working hard to get to the point where you can do it is its own reward. And this seems like a simple thing. This seems like maybe even a silly thing. You're like, well, how is this going to help me get better at the guitar? My argument would be this is the foundational, fundamental perspective to adopt if you want to get better at the guitar or anything else. The foundational and fundamental perspective to adopt is to relate to the entire effort, the entire enterprise, with this deep curiosity and this fascination and this dedication to diagnose the problem diagnose your shortcomings and limitations and figure out a way to get it to the point where you can do the thing that you're trying to do and not only you can do it but you can do it reliably and consistently that requires constantly subjecting yourself to trial and error making a mistake cleaning up the mistake and then figuring out a way to produce the intended result over and over and over again with a level of consistency that allows you to automate it and thus rely on it be able to do it at will be able to do it on a whim now there's something subtle here that is it's easy to overlook or it's easy to undervalue or underappreciate is the fun is in finding out what you can and cannot do currently and then figuring out what you have to do so that the things that you can't currently do are things that you can do like that's so much of the point of even attempting to develop a skill of any kind in the first place it's you have an idea about something that you want to be able to do something that you want to be able to achieve and then you try it and you test it you find out that you can't do it and then you get curious and you're like why can't I do that And what's going on that's preventing me from being able to do that? And if you have that sort of curiosity, I think of it as just a childlike curiosity where you ask questions, you wander around and you wonder. You wander around trying to do stuff and then you run into limitations of your capacity, your capability, and then you try to figure out what it is that's preventing you or holding you back. Now, there's some amount of subjecting yourself to your limits, You know, the best way to develop skills is to expand your comfort zone one step at a time by pushing yourself on the bleeding edge of your comfort zone over and over again. There comes a certain point where that constant exposure to what you can't do just gets frustrating, just gets annoying. It's discouraging. If the only thing you're ever doing when you're sitting down to practice the guitar is spending time in that zone where you're just pushing up against your edge and by definition, you're not able to do the thing you're trying to do, of course you're going to get burnt out. Of course you're going to get frustrated from time to time. And maybe at that point it's time to step back and either just stop playing in general for a minute or do stuff on the guitar that you can already do. But the idea is if you're looking to create meaningful progress, especially if you're looking to create meaningful progress in a short period of time, is to spend as little time in your comfort zone where you're just wandering around playing the same licks and riffs you've played a thousand times because they're comfortable and it makes you feel good and it makes you feel better about yourself because you're not having to confront failure over and over again. It's an understandable impulse, trust me. But you want to spend minimum amount of time in that zone and more time going and pushing against what you can currently do. And at the same time, if you're reaching that stage where instead of just being openly curious 
about why things are breaking down, why mistakes are happening, why these errors keep arising, and instead you're just frustrated by it, it creates like this self-fulfilling prophecy where in your frustration, you perpetuate further frustration. You cause yourself to act in a way that will lead to more failure, more failure than you were already experiencing, more mistakes than you were already having to deal with because now you're your focus has become diluted and polluted by frustration. And when you color the entire engagement with this sense of anger and frustration and, and entitlement, dare I say, you know, this sense that things should be different than exactly as they are, and God damn it, I've put in all of this time and energy and I still can't do what I think I should be able to do. Like, these are understandable impulses, and you'll feel frustration when these things start coming on. The more frustration that you feel, the more you're practicing from that position, the more likely it is that everything you will do will just lead to further frustration. And the bar that you have to leap over in order to stop feeling that frustration becomes even higher than it was. This is kind of an interesting thing to note. If you're in a state of frustration, what success will mean to you and the feeling of satisfaction that can come from it tends to be something that's even further out of reach than what success might normally mean when you have an open and curious attitude or you're just sitting down to learn something and in the effort of wanting to learn something and develop a skill you're naturally it's implied you're naturally coming to the table knowing that you're going to be doing stuff or trying to do stuff and attempting things that you can't currently do like it's just implied and you say I want to learn something. Of course, you're coming to the table saying, I don't know something, and I'm going to sit down to try to learn that thing that I don't know. Of course, you're going to encounter some frustration in that process. You're going to confront the limitations of your ability. Or, I want to be able to do something that I currently can't, so I'm going to develop the skill. It's implied that you're going to have to face things that don't feel very good, right? But the key here is encouraging the open and curious attitude and then noticing when it's absent and reducing your exposure to the frustration that tends to not bear any fruit. Because if it's counterproductive for you to be sitting there and beating your head against the wall because you haven't been able to do something that you want to be able to do, then it's not going to be helpful in the long run. And sometimes it's better to just step back. You're able to flag it. You're able to say, okay, well, I definitely hit a wall. You know, there seems to be some limit to what I'm able to do here. And uh, I'll come back to that when I feel mentally, physiologically equipped to do so. And the key is it's fun. It doesn't have to always be fun by any means. I've had many players, many students have said, how can I make sure that practice is always fun? And I was like, dude, you can't. <laughs> and, and I don't know that you would ever want that or wish for that to be the case. I mean, if you're looking to actually develop your skills, it's not always going to be fun. It can be fun often, and you can kind of get caught up in the flow of the experience, you know, and kind of lose sense of time and even lose your sense of self and just just see the progress that's made and feel the satisfaction that comes from that. But there are inevitably going to be moments where you are just flat out frustrated and for understandable reasons, and it's not fun. I'm not saying that you can't use like gamification inside the guitar acceleration methodology. We talk about how to make practice more meaningful, more measurable, and more fun, and more addictive, frankly. like You can do that. There's so many things that you can do. But the idea of making every practice session fun 
and instead of every practice session as productive as it possibly can be given whatever your current goals are uh, those two don't necessarily go hand in hand and that's okay but things will be more fun for you if you are in that open and curious state the attitude that you're bringing to the table is more likely to relate to any failure any mistake any error any confrontation with your limitations with a sense of playfulness with a sense of curiosity you know you you have the zeal of a forensic archaeologist just being so interested in what is going on you're more interested in what is going on than what it is that you can or can't do when you pay attention to what is going on you're going to pay attention to the things that are preventing you from being able to do the thing that you want to do but you're more interested in that you're magnifying your interest and your focus on the details of what's happening what's happening to cause a certain effect or to cause a lack of effect depending on what's going on you're more interested in those details than you are in the outcome of what's going on and this distinction is fairly subtle but it's an attitude that you can adopt that will almost inevitably cause you to make more progress you know that's the added benefit of doing this you'll almost inevitably make more progress because your quality of attention is amplified to the extreme i mean you really pay attention to the things that are happening and in paying attention to the things that are happening you can actually see what you're doing wrong or what it is that you're doing that's causing the problem so that's the added benefit to it but even if you don't make progress you end up having a much more enjoyable time and i just want to suggest that it seems to be the thing we're signing up for like that kind of seems to be the point we have an idea about something that we want to be able to do and then we try to do it and we can't and we are so curious that we keep trying to do it and we keep trying to figure out how we can get to the point where we're able to do it like that actually seems to be more the point because what ends up happening is you end up getting to the point where you can do the thing that you were trying to do is that the end of the story do you stop learning do you stop developing do you stop being curious about just what is it that my body and brain is capable of here do you stop being curious about what you can do or no do you keep going whether it's on the guitar or anywhere else in life any other skill any other thing that you might want to learn do you keep going do you keep pushing your limits do you keep exploring the possibilities it seems to me that when you stop being curious you stop learning and you stop exploring you start dying and i mean that in a literal sense i mean your body is putting itself in a position where it's just like i've outlived my utility here and i'm just going to coast and let the rest of life kind of run through me as this whole thing breaks down and uh, i'm not saying that anything about that is even necessarily get tragedy i don't know that you know it just depends on the sort of life that you've lived at some point or another you might feel that way and you're checking out and you're just letting the clock run its course and you can finish this whole thing up and some people are in that position nothing necessarily wrong with that maybe it's just a progression of life but as long as you're curious as long as you care to keep learning and keep developing the point is if you end up in this position where you acquire the skill or you end up being able to do the thing that you were trying to do well now you got to take the thing that you 
had wanted to learn and develop in the first place. And now you got to integrate it with all the other stuff that you can currently do. Or now you got to take the thing that you learned how to do and make something of it, you know? So if you're learning skills on the guitar, you might take those skills to write a song or to play in a band or, or improvise or jam, whatever it might be. And then that's a whole other skill. The integration of that skill into other skills is a whole other skill in and of itself and the ability to do that. So you continually participate in this process of finding out what your limits are and in finding out what your limits are, seeing if you can overcome those limits. And then in overcoming those limits, you end up exposing more limits. <laughs> you end up exposing more limits and with curiosity, you see if you can overcome those limits. And maybe, maybe, as long as you remain open and curious, then you are essentially signing up for not only being limited, but having the experience of being limited and having to confront your limitations over and over again. It seems to me that the point is you are pushing yourself. You are exploring the boundaries. You are seeing just what it is that you can and cannot do and then seeing what you can do to get to the point where you can do something that you previously couldn't do. You're doing that over and over again. So with the fascination and curiosity for what's going on as that process inevitably occurs in some area of your, your life or another, you get the reward. You know, you hear the advice all the time, the process is the point. I often say practice is the point. Process over outcome, right? When you think of things in that context, it's hard to get all that frustrated because it's just, you recognize this is what I've signed up for. Like, this is why I'm doing this. <laughs> In some fundamental level, this is exactly why I'm doing this, is to confront my limitations, to see what's going on, so that I can, with any luck and persistence and practice, no longer have those limitations. And in no longer having those limitations, I expose the next limitation that I'm curious enough to explore and try to tackle. Recognizing that this is going on anyway and then instead of it being just a, a byproduct implied in the process itself, you lead out with it in your consciousness. Instead, you're just like, yeah, I'm signing up for the ongoing experience of trying to do something that I can't do and then paying close attention to what it is that's causing me to not be able to do that thing, correcting it and moving forward, you know, to see if I can overcome that limitation. And maybe you'll come across limitations that you just can't overcome and you're going to have some frustration there and might need to reorient your attention somewhere else. I'm not saying that you can't overcome any and all limitations either. I'm not making that claim one way or another, actually. But sometimes when you get to that point where you're no longer just open and curious and exploring and paying attention to what's going on and trying to correct it and really being in that zone of this is the point, <laughs> Another thing that you end up seeing if you adopt this mentality is that whatever outcomes occur as a consequence of this effort are just a bonus. There's just icing on the cake, a cherry on top. You go through the process for its own sake. And then on the other side of it, yes, maybe you've acquired a certain skill. Now you can alternate pick at rapid fire speeds, whatever it is that you were trying to do. And now you can show that skill off. You could write sick shredding solos or you can integrate that skill with other techniques that you've already 
developed. Like there's a lot of things that can come out of that that are going to feel good as an outcome. But the outcome is just a bonus. The whole point was to expose your limitations and then try to figure out what was going on that leads to those limits existing. And then in figuring out what's going on, you correct this, that, or the other motion and detail so that those limitations no longer exist. Over and over and over again, you're doing this. As long as you care to learn, as long as you care to develop, you are volunteering for the ongoing confrontation with your limitations. And the frustration seems to only ensue when you argue against that fact. The frustration ensues when you believe that things should be different than the way that they are. When you believe that you should be able to do something that you can't currently do. The frustration ensues when you forget that the whole point and the whole process is dedicated to this act of exposing the limitations, trying to figure out why those limits exist, and attempting to supersede them, attempting to overcome them. There's something powerful about adopting that mindset in advance instead of it being under the surface, instead of it being the sort of thing that's implied in the act, you're bringing it to the forefront. You're already feeling it and adopting that attitude to begin with. If you have that attitude, it seems to inoculate you against any frustration that might ensue as you confront your limits. As you confront the limitations of your ability, you say, well, this is exactly what I'm looking for. This is exactly what I was signing up for. I I wanted to see, well, what are my limits? And I'm very curious about why those limits exist. So I'm going to pay attention to what it is that's causing me to have this limit. And really, that's a deep, deep rabbit hole to go down to figure out why those limits exist. When you really ask that question, you can look at it on a mechanical level. You just start paying attention to your hands and you see what's going on that shouldn't be going on or what's going on that should be going on and, and attempt to replicate that over and over again so that it becomes a habit. You can look at all that. But it also may be way deeper than that when you ask the question, well, why is this a limitation for me? It might be that you simply do not have the muscles that are necessary for you to do a particular thing on the guitar. Maybe you can't hold down particular chords because your your wrists or your forearm or your, or your fingers or your grip strength, whatever it might be, is simply too weak, right? It doesn't mean that you can't overcome that limitation, But you're able to diagnose what the issue is because you are curious about A, confronting the limitation in the first place, and then B, determining what it is about that limitation that causes it to exist, that you can do something about. And of course you can develop strength in those muscles. Of course you can become stronger. Of course you can get to the point where you can play those chords in all likelihood. And there are some limitations that you can't necessarily overcome in quite the same ways but they can be overcome in other ways, and those other ways are just as important. But you can't pay attention to what those other ways might be if you're not paying attention to what it is that limits you in the first place and what's going on to cause those limitations. And, of course, saying yes to that entire process, volunteering for that, and no longer feeling frustration when it happens. I wouldn't go as far as just exaggerate and say, yet you'll start celebrating it, you know. You'll start celebrating the experience of confronting your limitations and then, oh, yeah, I found a limitation. I found a mistake. I'm so excited about this because now I get to pay attention to what's going on. And, you know, that's the whole point. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not romanticizing this whole thing. I'm just saying that there's this distinction here that takes the power back. It puts things in your favor 
instead of you having to feel like a victim to what it is that you can and can't do and experience the frustration that comes with it and in the frustration the cycle of self-perpetuating pain and a lack of progress that comes along with that i mean the the less often you are vexed and stymied and stifled and stilted by your frustration the more often you're going to continue to progress as you practice and as you learn so it seems to me quite a valuable thing to decrease the amount of time that you spend being frustrated while also recognizing that frustration is likely to occur and recognizing that frustration needn't occur as often or for the same reasons that it might be occurring right now. If I sit down and I play the guitar and I'm attempting to do something that I currently can't do, I'm not frustrated about it the vast majority of the time. I'm curious about it. I'm looking into it. Like, what is it that's causing me to not be able to do this? And I just zoom in. Like, oh, is it this? Is it that? And if I find something that works, I'm like, oh, okay. This seems to be the ticket. This seems to be the key. This seems to be the way out of here. This seems to be the way past my limitations. So I'll just repeat that thing over and over and over again to automate it, to make it a habit, to make it something that I could rely on. So try this on. See how it works for you. Adopt the mindset that the main thing you're doing here is actively exploring what your limits are and then with deep curiosity, attempting to diagnose and figure out why it is that those are limitations, what it is that you're doing that's causing that limitation, and of course, to, to correct it, to fix it, to see what you can do to get to the point where that limitation no longer exists. But that process that you're engaged in, in and of itself, is rewarding, and it's implied in the effort itself. And whatever comes outside of the other side of this effort is just a bonus. The outcome is secondary to the process itself. And the process itself is riddled with mystery and opportunities to just explore and discover and to see what it is that your body and brain can do and have a ball with that. I hope it finds you well and try it on. Talk soon. Peace.